the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Right now, it is 106. It is Friday, and you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of The John DePietro Show. Folks, it's brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Were you in an accident? Maybe right now. It's 106. It's Friday afternoon. Maybe someone you know, you need to get your car repaired. Call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401 272 3340 West Fountain Auto Body, the original, the best. Since 1927, they'll repair your vehicle, showroom-like condition. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. Maybe it was a drunk driver or hit and run or maybe just someone not paying attention and a minor fender bender. Maybe something more serious. Call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401 272 3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street, Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Now, good afternoon. It's 107. I want to wish everyone a very happy Mother's Day. I want to play um, just a short time ago, Mayor Elorza. Mayor Elorza had a press briefing in, um, in downtown Providence, and it's about the businesses, and they're trying to say that uh, basically that uh, oh, maybe I'll... Uh, now, let me let me go to that. This is Mayor Lars of Restaurant Owners talking about dining options in the city of uh, Providence. I want to um, dip into that a little bit. Here we go. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you, everyone, for joining us. You know, just last week, we had our first large-scale uh, event here in Providence. We had the Providence Marathon. It was uh, really the first time that we had so many people gathered for a large event, whether indoor or outdoor, in over a year here in the city. It felt really, really good well, to be out for the there. Protests. And what we're doing is continuing the drumbeat today to let folks know that Providence is open for business. We're protesting. We're at the tail end of this pandemic. Uh, and uh, we just want everyone to know that please come down to Providence. Uh, please uh, um, come to our local shops. ATVs. And um, uh, we're, we're this close to returning back to normal. Panhandlers. So long as we do it safely. Homeless. Uh, and follow all of the guidelines. We are Bums. we are happy uh, to welcome you back with open arms. Degenerates. So I'm joined here by a number of stakeholders here in Providence and leaders here in our city that I want to recognize and I want to thank for just sort of standing strong throughout the past year and for standing with us here today. Uh, beginning with the executive director of the Providence Foundation that you just heard from. And I thank you, Cliff, and I look forward to partnering with you in so many uh, different ways. Um, Ellen Slattery from uh, Ellie's and from Gracie's. And I, I remember a Zoom call that we had maybe about a year ago, and Ellen brought ideas to the table directly from the perspective of restaurateurs and the and the retail and the, and, and, and and retailers, and uh, and we made it happen. And that's the kind of partnership and kind of interaction that we want to continue having. In fact, just as we were here, she was in my ear about something else that we are going to have to do. So thank you, Ellen. Um, I also want to recognize uh, Colin Jeffroy. Colin, great to see you. Uh, great to see people in person, finally. Uh, Colin uh, is uh, the owner and developer of the uh, Providence G-Pub and the rooftop, essentially the Providence G uh, building. 
It's just great to have uh, partnerships, this public-private partnership. That's how things get done. And uh, y'all have been there with us every step of the way, and I look forward to what's to come as we work together. All right. Um, I also want to recognize a couple of uh, couple of other folks that are here with us today. I want to recognize Julie Broom from Kin. So uh, I am going to be there later on today, and I can't wait to I can't wait to be there. <laughs> Four thirty, five o'clock. I'll I'll see you there. I've heard nothing but great things about it, and I know how hard it. It is to open up a business under the best of circumstances, but to open up a business during the pandemic, I mean, that takes some gumption. That takes like a lot, a lot of courage. It takes a special person. So I know you're going to be successful and we'll support you every, um, every step of the way. Um, and last but not least, I want to recognize Lauren Lynch. She is the owner of Rosalina and Cleo's, another you know amazing restaurant or group of restaurants here here downtown. Um, and just thank you for your partnership. And uh, just as I mentioned to Alan, tell us what we need to do. We're partners, and we'll do whatever we have to. All right, folks. That is again the uh, mayor of Providence. The problem is, is it just doesn't happen automatically where you turn it on or off. Well, good afternoon. It's Friday afternoon. It's one eleven, And joining us uh, on the line right now uh, is, in fact, the owner of, of Competition Shooting Supplies. It's our friend John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Very good. John, uh, let's get a weekly update. I also want to remind people that maybe uh, the, the mom on your list is a firearms enthusiast. You could certainly swing into competition and pick up a gift certificate. But John Francis, you have been very dynamic and tremendous updating the Facebook page as far as inventory, what you have. What can you uh, tell us on this Friday? Sure. Uh, so, and I'll, in fact, I'll be doing another update uh, uh, very soon. Um, so I did get in uh, some more, I, get it, I did get in some used stuff, uh, some used handguns. I haven't had a chance to kind of go through. I got to test fire them and then clean them, and I'll get them out on the shelf. But I did have. I've got some. Uh, uh, I've got some used Taurus. I've got some used FN. Uh, I got. I did get another used Glock. Uh, all nine millimeter pistols. I got in some more uh, Smith and Wesson uh, AR-15 rifles. I got in uh, another brand called Radical Firearms. This is a package deal we're doing. It comes with the uh, uh, 16 inch. A heavy SOCOM barrel. I'm pairing it with a SIG MSR uh, red dot sight, um, and it comes with a, a standard 30-round uh, uh, capacity mag. Uh, those those are going out for 850. And I got in some of the. If you're a, a fan of the AR platform but like it in a 12-gauge shotgun, I did get some more of the AR-style 12-gauge shotguns as well. Um, not really much in the ammo front. Uh, a little tiny bit came in, only enough to kind of cover the guns we're selling. But I do have ammo put aside for each gun we sell. Well, that is terrific. Now, John Francis, um, again, also those that are interested in maybe, hey, gift certificate for uh, for a mom. That makes a great Mother's Day gift. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's always a popular, very popular gift. You're not sure what to get uh, mom and uh, she's into shooting. Uh, just, yeah, come on down. A gift certificate's a great idea. And she can come on in and, and pick out what she likes. Folks, we're speaking with John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. And John Francis, I want people to understand that they may have 
some firearms. And if they would contact you or come in, they could either possibly, uh, there's a still big demand, they could either sell them or maybe could work out something for consignment. So there's a lot of different options for people. Oh, that's correct. In fact, uh, I did get a call uh, from one of your listeners uh, just a couple of days ago. Uh, he's planning on bringing in a few hunting uh, guns that, uh, you know, he's gotten to a point in life where, you know, he's not going to be hunting anymore. So he's going to pass them on to someone who could make some use of them. Terrific. So I, hopefully I'll be getting some uh, decent use stuff next week. Now, John Francis, what are your hours for today on this Friday and then also for tomorrow, Saturday? Uh, so today we're open uh, 10 to 6, and Saturdays we're open 9 to 4.30. All right, folks, again, it's John Francis, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You are the defender of the faith. John Francis, keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again. Okay, John, thank you. All right, folks, there it is, Second Amendment headquarters. It is John Francis right here on the John DePietro Show. Now, right now, it's one fourteen, and good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This is a problem. I want you to understand right now, this is not just a Rhode Island problem. This is a nationwide problem. And no matter what the Biden people try to say, prior to the pandemic, President Trump had this economy really flowing, right? Absolutely flowing. And instead, what they're doing just does not make good economic sense. Uh, to come out of the pandemic, it's, it's very simple. People need to get back to work. But when the Biden administration said, no, we're going to pay people an extra $300 a week on top of their unemployment that they're already getting to stay at home, that becomes a deal breaker for people. And so as a result of that, folks, this is just, it's basic economics. Think of the first part-time job you had. And if, in fact, you could get paid, you got laid off, and then if you could make more than going back to work or the same amount of money or even just a little bit less money, you're going to, I mean, it's a no-brainer. That That is just human nature. So, and you have a president who just refuses to acknowledge that. So as a result of that, you have a jobs report that came out this morning. And they're expecting, they thought it was going to be 1 million jobs. 1 million. Instead, it was 266,000. So this is, President Biden had a news conference a short time ago. Here's where the reporter's asking him, do you believe enhanced unemployment benefits dis incentivize people from getting back to work? Here's the question and the answer. Let me just uh, play it from this morning. Do you believe enhanced unemployment benefits had any effect on diminishing a return to work in some categories? No, nothing measurable. Thank you. President, do you believe enhanced unemployment benefits had any effect on diminishing a return to work in some categories? No, nothing measurable. Do you notice that this is becoming, folks, this, this, this is like don't believe your lying eyes. Um, you went through an entire summer a year ago, six-month period, where you kept being told that they were peaceful protesters. Now you're being told people that are staying home instead of working, the reason they're doing it, is they don't feel safe to go back in the workplace. But they do feel safe going to the mall and Twin River and wherever else they happen to go. Here's President Biden from this morning. 
We still have a long Hold on. Here we go. This month's job numbers show we're on the right track. Wrong. We still have a long way to go. As I said, my laser focus is on growing the nation's economy and creating jobs. My laser focus is on vaccinating our nation, and we're making continued progress. My laser focus is on one more thing, making sure working people in this country, hardworking people are no longer left out in the cold. They're going to get a share of the benefits of a rising economy. It's been a long time since that happened. I've called my plan the blue-collar blueprint for America. That's exactly what it is. So let's not let up. We're still digging our way out of a very deep hole we were put in. No one should underestimate how tough this battle is. We still have a job to do here in Washington. The American people are counting on us. So let's get it done. Let's build an economy that delivers dignity and gives everybody a chance. I'm confident we can do this because there's nothing beyond the capacity of the American people. You know, he's, he's wrong. And it's very simple. And that is that, you know, let's just be honest. If people don't have to work, they won't go into work. And now we have to go through pretending that that's not the case. So here's where the president is talking about the April jobs report. And it's you don't have to have a degree in economics to understand this. If, if you will, no matter where you're listing right now, what your occupation is, I know you can say some people are so driven and they love to work. We're not talking about the, a small minority of people, small number. The large majority of anyone, if the choice is we will pay you to go in and work at the store, or we'll pay the same amount of money to not go and work at the store or work in the restaurant or the factory. People will opt for, I'd rather get paid for not working. It's very simple. And here is where President Biden is trying to shine, put a shine on horse manure. Here it is. Here it is. This morning we learned that our economy created 266000 jobs in April. It hadn't been adjusted again yet, but that's what it says, 266. And listening to commentators today, (laughs) as I was getting dressed, you might think that we should be disappointed. Well, anyone normal that's paying attention should, in fact, be concerned. Here's also where President Biden's asked, why do you still wear a mask? You've been vaccinated. You're around other people that have been vaccinated. Why are you wearing a mask? Here we go. You walked out to the podium with your mask on. Why do you choose to wear a mask so often when you're vaccinated and you're around other people who are vaccinated? Because I'm worried about you. No, it's a joke. It's a joke. Why, why am I wearing the mask? Because on the inside, it's still good policy to wear the mask. That's why. When I'm outside, and the problem is, lots of times I walk away from this podium, you notice, I forget to put my mask back on. It still doesn't make any sense. How about teachers suspended for telling Zoom class George Floyd would still be alive if he had complied with police? Teacher was suspended for that. Why is the teacher suspended for that? How is that? How is that not true? 
They certainly wouldn't have been fighting. This business of President Biden, I, I don't, and I don't know what the answer is, by the way. I don't know. Well, we do know the ans- things are not going to get better. Things are not going to get better. If anything, um, now this is complete joke. This is Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen after the April jobs report. Now, this is frightening because now she's also doing the let's just pretend the emperor, you know, the emperor's not wearing any clothes. Here we go. This is a joke. Indeed, we've made remarkable progress. After all, one year ago, we learned we'd lost over 20 million jobs in one single month. I believe we will reach full employment next year. But today's numbers also show. Folks, do you, do you, um, I'll tell you why I disagree with her is everything now is people need an incentive. People don't want to go back. Everything is now becoming that they need some kind of incentive to, to return to the workplace and to get a vaccine. And I like this piece, the liberals who can't quit lockdown. Um, I like this woman that wrote, I spent four years fighting Trump because he was so anti-science. I spent the last year fighting people who I normally agree with, desperately trying to inject science into school reopening completely failed. Massachusetts mom. There are people that won't quit the lockdown. I told you. And that piece in the globe, why are you still wearing a mask? I don't want to be seen as like a Trump person. I want to play also in Texas now. Uh, legislators worked until early this morning on a bill that rewrites the state's voting laws. In Florida, Governor DeSantis signed a similar bill. Now, I have a major problem. And again, folks, it's 123. It's John DePietro. Listen to this business on voter suppression. Let me hold on. Here we go. In Texas, legislators worked through the night on a bill to rewrite the state's voting laws. Texas is already rated as one of the hardest states to vote in, and election experts say this bill would make it even harder. Florida's governor signed a similar bill yesterday in a Republican-led effort to target an issue, widespread voting fraud, that simply doesn't exist. Ed O'Keefe is in Washington. Ed, good morning. Anthony, good morning. One of the reasons this stretched into the early morning is that Democrats have threatened to propose hundreds of amendments and ended up cutting a deal with Republicans to water down some of the more controversial proposals. But make no mistake. Texas is now poised to be the largest state yet to enact changes to its election laws that critics say amount to voter suppression and aren't necessary. There being 81 hours, 64 days, SB 7 has passed the third reading. Hours before sunrise Friday, Texas Republicans advanced legislation imposing new voting restrictions on the Lone Star State. The new bill lowers initially proposed criminal penalties for voting errors, gives partisan poll watchers some more power, but makes it easier to remove them for disruptions, and bans election officials from sending unsolicited absentee ballot applications. The bill's likely headed for final passage early next week. Protesters rallied against the legislation as House lawmakers debated for hours. Reforms are needed. The election laws of this state to ensure that fraud does not undermine the public confidence in the electoral process. It's going to disproportionately impact people of color. You have to understand the damage that you're causing. Republicans claim their plan will increase election security. 
All right, folks, we're going to take uh, come back to that again. Good afternoon. You know, everyone is looking or, you know, it's nice day out today and tomorrow. You want to get a nice, memorable Mother's Day gift on the line with us right now is someone that has some tremendous gifts that you should consider for your mom. And it's our friend Marie from It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Happy Friday to Marie. Happy Friday. Marie, you have some, I think, some great Mother's Day gifts that if people would pop in, they're meaningful, they're quality, and they would make great gifts for Mother's Day. Absolutely. First thing I would think about would be a gift certificate for a nice foot reflexology or a massage or some Reiki, some energy healing. But we have products as well that they could love. If they like tea, we have a variety of teas if they like lotions and soaps things like that we have those as well now you have also as you said some um touch on i think a great gift for some people for somebody's mom might be some of the natural skin care hair care products or you know maybe there's some delicious local different types of products like honey or maple syrup or the active skin brushes there's so many different Thoughtful, quality gifts that people could get at It's My Health. Right, and things that you could put together for a nice little package, a little spa package or a little health package or a little tea package. Many things, many creative ways to put a put a gift set together for mom. Now, Marie, at the same time, uh, there's a lot of people right now that are dealing with allergies. Uh, you have some natural products that can really help people through their allergies. Yeah, we have some herbal products and some homeopathic products that can handle all of the, the tree pollens right now that are that are going crazy. Um, and then, of course, we go from trees right into grass, and we have we have things that will help with that as well. Now, folks, again, it's Marie. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I want to say hi to Laura, who sent me an email saying, she said, John DePietro, I have lived in Cumberland for 10 years. I have driven past... Uh, that old white church and for whatever reason it was just never on her radar and then she heard us talking about it and Marie she said she went in and I'm not sure if she dealt with you or someone else but it was so thoughtful and she was so glad she took the time if people would just take the time shop local uh, your hours today and tomorrow listen you have so many tremendous products with also hemp and CBD products that people would love Absolutely. We're here till 530 today and tomorrow from 9 to 4. Marie, keep doing what you're doing. You're keeping people healthy. You're keeping people happy. Folks, it's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Or call Marie, the Queen of Health, at 305-3585. Marie, great to talk to you. Happy Friday, and we'll talk to you again. Take care. Thank you. All right, folks. There it is. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Right now, if you're in the car... And you just heard, pop in there. She has a wonderful store. You get a chance to shop local, support a local business, and she carries only quality products. And whether it's children's vitamins or delicious teas or different types of uh, herbs, teas, and spices that you can use, it's my health. Right in that historic white church, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, I want to just get back to... Uh, I have a problem with the way this report was put together. And this, bill seeks to- this is the Republican voting restrictions. 
Listen, this is about shoring up elections. This is not voter suppression. This is not to make it harder. It's easy to vote, harder to cheat. But right now at 129 on this Friday, I want you to understand. Look at the landscape. Florida, they're tightening up the voting because they see loopholes that can be taken advantage of. Look at Texas tightening up. Folks, Rhode Island, you could drive a Mack truck through the amount of holes in our voting. All right, this piece on CBS, it continues. The is to make them safer and more secure. But lead Republican sponsor Briscoe Cain struggled at times to answer questions about the bill. What fraud is it designed to stop? Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, we've got, we're trying to maybe stop the, what we call ballot harvesting. Yes. Democrats say it's voter suppression. It's not. All based on a falsehood. Is this bill simply a part and a continuation of the big lie uh, perpetrated by Donald Trump? Wrong. He really actually won the presidential. Is that wrong. This is all no, about This bill is not about I have what we think is the, this the is Governor integrity measures in the country. I'm actually going to sign it right here. It's going to take effect. Good. That's Florida, folks. Thursday in Florida, Republican Governor Ron DeSantis signed a similar law at a bill signing aired live only on Fox News. That law limits mail-in voting, restricts ballot drop boxes, and requires Floridians to show ID for new mail-in ballot requests. Good. All makes sense. Several lawsuits from civil rights organizations. Pause the tape. How is that suppression? Let's just be honest just for a minute. I can only listen to so much of this nonsense. Stop telling me. That if someone wants you to show an ID that that's suppressed, is that that they love using the word? So if you go to Fenway Park and you say, I would like two Budweiser's, two Heineken's. If they ask you for an ID, do you say this is alcohol drinking suppression and you're only asking me because I'm black? No, we're asking everyone that wants to buy a beer, no matter what your age. Fenway Park to me was the first one. In the past, what did they do? They'd kind of look the person up and down and say, have to try to make a judgment call. If they looked young, you ask for an ID. If they look older, they don't ask for an ID. Now they said, you know what? Why even leave it to chance? Every person that wants to buy an alcohol, uh, a drink, alcoholic beverage, you have to show an ID. It doesn't matter if you're 80. It doesn't matter if you're 21 and that's your birthday. If you want to buy a brew, everybody across the board, personally, I don't have a problem with that. So I I just, this whole business, that's, vote. why would it be blanking voter suppression? That is a lie. This has nothing to do with President Trump. Folks, I have been screaming about the holes in our election process for a long, stop it, for a long time. That is Democrat Party milking the the group the big lie is that asking someone for an id is voter suppression as i have said it it's just so insulting nelly gobia and the rest of them black people don't know how to get in a picture id black people don't know to carry an id with them how how is that not racist and racism no one is functioning in society without an ID. I repeat, they give them out for free. Let's go through the list. Well, I have an old aunt who never drove. She still has to have an ID. In order to, let's go through the list. You can't go. 
to see a doctor without a picture ID. You can't go to a hospital without an ID. You can't get a credit card. You can't get a prescription at the grocery store, at the uh, drugstore. You can't rent an apartment without an ID. You can't get a job without an ID. You can't buy a bus ticket without an ID. I have a friend. His grandmother is in her 90s. She lives with uh, his mom. So it's his grandmother. And she, she's never driven. She has an ID. I had an aunt. My aunt Kay never drove. She had a legal ID. Why? Because she would have to go to the doctor. Because she had Blue Cross. Because she then needed to pick up a prescription. Open a checking account. It, it is a lie to say there's all these people functioning. And by the way, younger people, they're the first ones to get an ID. They're making it up. Voter suppression. Huh, my God. It's all this massive voter for, has nothing to do with President Trump. The Rhode Island elections are not legitimate. They proved it with the census. If they can get 40,000 people and pay them $20 each to fill out the census, which they did with the illegals. Easily can do that with voting. And I have people that say, well, what we need is you got to vote with a voter ID. You're not paying attention to the situation. If you think that, this is not dead people voting. They're alive. There are people voting who are not citizens and they're not residents. And there's far more of them than dead people voting. Far more. Thousands more that are filling it out. And it's all done by mail ballot. They're not going to the polls. Well, we need to at the They're not going there. They don't need to. The campaigns are bundling ballots. That's what they call ballot harvesting. They have people that work for a campaign. And they pay them $20 a ballot. To deliver seems to be the going rate. So when someone collects, do the math, 1,000 ballots, how much are they paid? $20,000. That's right. Terrible. It's going on. Absolutely going on. Big time. It's worth it. Listen, what? The, and it's, it's why run TV ads or other ads? It's all about getting the ballot. So let me go back to this, the CVS piece they're running on. Texas and Florida, I commend them. Which called the new law a horrifying reminder at the fragility of democracy. Uh. So for those of you keeping score at home, Florida has passed its law. Texas is on the verge of doing so. And now Ohio Republicans are out with their version of this bill. It would limit the number of drop boxes, put more strict... Stricter requirements on your absentee ballot applications and reduce the number of early voting days. What do these states all have in common? Predominantly Republican, easily won last year by former President Donald Trump, and elections observers say well run elections with no widespread examples of any of the fraud Republicans allege they're trying to fix. I know, Ed, it's. You know, this business of the they're trying to fix, no, they're trying to stay ahead of the curve. 
Listen, Gail King. Yeah, you know, it's surprising. They didn't. It's like fixing a problem that doesn't exist, doesn't it? At, at, and mostly at the request of former President Trump, who continues to believe falsely. Not, that is that not true. That has nothing to do with it. The, the issue is that the voters, Republican voters, now think this yes. problem is real. And yes. so it is real. The officials have to respond to a problem they've talked about enough yeah. to have to now act on. When, in fact, every, virtually every court in the country found no widespread voter fraud. Widespread voter fraud. They weren't even looking for it in Rhode Island. Folks, there's always the line. Widespread vote. Do you have evidence of widespread voter fraud? Do you have evidence of widespread voter fraud? This is staying ahead of the curve. Listen, and, and folks, good afternoon. It's 138. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. When, when a bank decides to upgrade their security, we're going to get better cameras. We're going to have better lighting. Does someone say, excuse me, you're trying to fix security for something you haven't been robbed? You have no right to improve. Why are you upgrading your security? You haven't been robbed. Right. And we don't want to stay robbed. We don't want to. We want to say we want to keep it that way. What do you have no right to upgrade that? What do you what do you you can't be doing that? They're, they're doing it to ensure because they see what's happening in other states. I agree with all of these provisions. There's no one. Can we just step back for a moment? This gets me so angry, this whole topic. If you're listening to me right now, who is listening that wanted to vote and couldn't vote? Listen, it's really simple. It's never been easier. You vote on election day. You go before work. You go after work. You go at your lunch hour. Whatever it is. You realize you're going to be out of town or you have a type of job you just can't leave. You can get a ballot ahead of time. So stop pretending like it's so difficult. I don't know anyone that ever truly wanted to vote that couldn't vote. I want to play this again. Texas and Florida. Legislators work through the night on a bill to rewrite the state's voting laws. Texas is already rated as one of the hardest states to vote in, and election experts say this bill would make it even harder. Flor- Can we stop? But what does that mean, harder to vote in? How about they have proper restrictions so to, it's really harder to cheat in is what he means. His governor signed a similar bill yesterday in a Republican-led effort to target an issue, widespread voting fraud, that simply doesn't exist. That's wrong. It does exist. They don't look for it. Folks, I can tell you in Rhode Island, no one was looking for it. No one. That do, How do you know that? See, that's what's so annoying to me. Is they speak with, they're investigating something that doesn't exist. How do you know that? What are you talking about? How do you know that? Why is there any voter fraud? There's no evidence of massive widespread voter fraud. Based on what? You're not looking for that. What, I'm supposed to take Nellie Blinken-Gorbia's name for it? Ed O'Keefe is in Washington. Ed, good morning. Anthony, good morning. One of the reasons this stretched into the early morning is that Democrats had threatened to propose hundreds of amendments and ended up cutting a deal with Republicans to water down some of the more controversial proposals. But make no mistake, Texas is now poised to be the largest state yet to enact changes to its election laws that critics say amount to voter suppression and aren't necessary. How is it voter suppression? Can we please answer that? I'm sick of hearing that. Asking someone to identify themselves is not voter suppression. Listen, this isn't Game of Thrones. Everybody has an ID. 
I know people that don't know how. Where are they living? What do they do? So I love these people. They have no ID, which means they have no job. They don't have a car, an apartment. They don't travel. They don't have a bank account. They don't have a doctor. They don't pick up prescriptions. They, they don't have, but, but, but boy, nothing's going to stop them from voting. There being 81 hours, 64 days, SB7 has passed third reading. Good. Hours before sunrise Friday, Texas Republicans advanced legislation imposing new voting restrictions on the Lone Star State. The new bill lowers initially proposed criminal penalties for voting errors, gives partisan poll watchers some more power, but makes it easier to remove them for disruptions, and bans election officials from sending unsolicited absentee ballot applications. The bill's likely headed for final passage early next week. Protesters rallied against the legislation as House lawmakers debated for hours. Reforms are needed. The election laws of this state to ensure that fraud does not undermine the public confidence in the electoral process. It's going to disproportionately impact people of color. How? You have to understand the damage that you're causing. How? Republicans claim their plan will increase election security. Yes. What this bill seeks to do is to make them safer and more secure. But lead Republican sponsor Briscoe Kane struggled at times to answer questions. No, that's not, that is not true. I mean, that's just, I'm not going to play that again. That is just a flat out lie. Is what that is. Struggling in the whole thing. Wrong. You know, th- this whole thing, it's all talking points. They, you know what? They never, they never answer. They never answer. How are they disenfranchised? White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says she's going to step down next year. Unreal. How about Biden left the word God out of National Day of Prayer? How did he get in office? And I'm also seeing someone. Well, I'll leave that one alone. Uh, they, they, the answer is they won't answer the question, right? They just they won't answer that. But how is this i i don't think the additional unemployment compensation is the factor for making the difference it absolutely is how do these people think this and she's the treasury secretary yelling uh, month to month 
And I think the best thing is to average through um, and uh, say we've that's been not creating true. over 500,000 jobs a month uh, on average over the last three months. Um, but, but it, you know, it's clear that there are people who are not ready and able to go back into the labor See, that's force. that's a lie. Um, Many children are back in school, uh, school, but not on a regular it's schedule. Not true. Um, it's a challenge for parents to manage schedules where one child is in school a couple of days a week, and another child is in, in school is some true. different days during the week. So that's not why they're not going back. Um, and absence of child care are still important reasons why people are unable to return to work. Um, you know. Concern about um, the pandemic and the health consequences, I think, remains a factor for many. Um, you know, I, I don't think that. Can I just stop the tape for a moment? And again, folks, the, the problem with this. Good afternoon. It's 146. This is John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. The problem with this is if you are a business owner and you're struggling with this worker shortage, those are the talking points they're sticking by. And those are the administration talking points. Because Governor Armando said the same thing. And yesterday, Governor McKee clapped back at her and said, well, that must be other places, but that's not Rhode Island. That is their talking point. And they're not going to veer off it. However, and I'm going to record, you know, well, I know we're recording this, but I want to go on record now. I'm going to predict, predict right now. That they're saying it's until, they're thinking it's just a few more months. It's really just June, July. It's the summer. These people have been through it. We're going to give them the summer off and pay them. They don't care about the business. They don't care about the businesses. They don't care. So you're going to have to raise taxes on those who are working. This is not going to end up doing in August. It's still not safe to go back. I still have child care issues. I don't, it'll be extended till who knows when. You know, people become addicted to it. This becomes the new way of life. People will say, work? I haven't worked in two years. I don't have to work. I get a check. Work? I don't have time to work. I go to the casino. We bone up and get high. We go to the beach. I hang around. I'll take a job under the table, but I'm not cutting off that unemployment. No way. Like, I'm, enti- I'm entitled to that money. I suffered. I'm afraid what could happen to me with COVID. I have problems with my kids. And, then the, you know, what? the kids can't go back to school either because there's variants and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm telling you right now, this is, mark my words. Mark, mark my words. Juan's predicting. This is not for a few months. This becomes, as they say, the new. Because then, who wants to be the politician? Didn't you just hear who they described? Single mothers that are afraid to go back. Single mothers, the kids aren't in school all the time. You want to throw them off? You're greedy. They're trying to rape, blah, blah, blah. Oh, what a disaster this is. He is... um. Boy, this is really remarkable, just how fast they are destroying 
everything. Folks, speaking of destroying, maybe you have some appliances that for whatever reason have been destroyed, destroyed, but they need to be repaired. Sounds like you need to call Ryan's Appliance Repair today because if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. Call them today, 401-710-7096. Case in point, our dryer was not working. And then uh, I called Ryan's Appliance. He came right out. He fixed it in about five minutes. It needed a new belt. And then I went to make microwave popcorn. And the microwave wouldn't work. Did I try to fix it? No. Did I just go out and get a new one? No. What did you do? I called Ryan's Appliance Repair at 401-710-7096. That one he had to take and fix a little bit. And then the tray that you move the stuff in and out of the washing machine. Excuse me, the dishwasher. I don't know what happened. It broke. Could have been Daniel. Might have been Jacqueline Claire. Might have been Kate. I don't know who it was. But anyhow, I know what I did. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401 710-7096. Maybe it was rum. He came right out and was able to fix that. Folks, he'll fix it for you. Give them a call today. Saturday appointments available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. And and senior citizens discounts are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401-710-7096. I encourage you. I implore you. Visit the website. DePetro.com. Hey, do you need a handyman? Someone who sent me an email? I think Diane sent me an email saying, Juan, I need a handyman. I have someone for you. I'll give you the number in just a moment. He also does desk staining. He's got a good work truck. He's on Facebook. It is. You need a handyman. 837-4545. Call Jamie. J. Freitas Construction, 837-4545. But there's, if you can't remember the number, there's a direct link through my website. And he does handyman services. He also, by the way, deck staining and interior painting. Maybe you want to find someone just do a little light painting or do some handyman chores in your home or business. Uh, call Jamie, 837-4545. Handyman, 837-4545. He's terrific. He's got the full truck, he's got the ladder, he's got the tools, he's got everything you need. Uh, give him a call, give him a project. All right, so we have Jamie. Did I mention that you need to get the grass stains off your home? Did I remind you about that? No? Bethel Certified Soft Wash? Who sent me? A realtor. Realtor sent me an email saying, Juan, who's the guy that will do the soft wash? I guess they're trying to flip a house and it's got some algae and moss. Uh, who sent me that? Walter? Uh, anyway, uh, contact Jared, Bethel Certified Softwash, 401-617-2585 for Bethel Certified Softwash. He, he does have a good website, RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com, RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com. He's also on Facebook. It's Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L, as in Bethel, Bethel Certified Softwash. Contact Jared. He'll remove that stuff. The before and afters are um, are really incredible. They are. I mean, it looks like a brand new property or walkway or fence or deck or basketball court. Wherever some of that, I just call it the green stuff. 
Wherever that stuff can grow, he'll he'll get rid of it for you, and it'll it'll look terrific. Bethel certified soft wash. Now, folks, again, uh, good afternoon. It's one fifty three. Here I am. It is Juan. It's John DePietro on AM thirteen eighty and ninety nine point nine FM. Hey, how about the fact that China's planning an Atlantic naval base? Boy, that's got a lot of people's attention. You know what else? Little drama should be over the weekend with Elon Musk is set to host Saturday Night Live. And um, and and the, the, the cast is all upset. But Saturday Night Live has absolutely gone into the tank. They have no ratings at all. That's another thing of the Trump factor. And I don't stay up and watch it. I don't. It's not worth it. But on top of that, I don't like a lot of I don't like that Pete Davidson. Um, I, I just don't think it's funny. You know, I watched. I guess you can watch it on delay and and so much of the um, so much of the skits. We're not even politically oriented. They're trying to even just get off that. Hey, by the way, good luck tomorrow to all the schools involved with the high school football. Super, isn't this interesting? Mother's Day weekend and tomorrow at Cranston Stadium is spring football. And folks, this weather's perfect for football weather. Think about it. You know, you think of the kids. I remember years ago, I went and saw Hendrickson play in the high school Super Bowl. This was way back at McCoy Stadium, and they were in the snow and cold. I mean, today is a perfect day. I think tomorrow the weather is supposed to be uh, very seasonable and nice. Well, actually, a little bit of rain tomorrow, but at least comfortable. At least comfortable. So, good luck uh, tomorrow. Hendrick and LaSalle. East Greenwich is in it. Um, number of... Uh, of school, big weekend, high school. Hendrick and LaSalle, that's at three o'clock, number one against number two. And uh, Hendrick and three and all, LaSalle is three and oh. Then you have, um, who else? Let me just check. Division one Super Bowl, this is at 11 o'clock, Central against East Greenwich. Good luck to EJ. Central's three and oh, East Greenwich is four and one. Both Division one, by the way. So Central against East Greenwich. Talk about two schools that could not be any different. And then uh, Division Two Super Bowl tomorrow is St. Rayfield's against Borington. Oh, that's Sunday night at 7 o'clock. Mother's Day night. Sunday night at 7 o'clock is St. Ray's against Barrington. Dr. Lisa's son is having a good season. Saturday, tomorrow night. How about tomorrow night? That sounds fun. 7 o'clock. Coventry against Johnston in the Division Three Super Bowl. So they're D3. Uh, St. Ray's Barrington is D2, Division 2. How about East Greenwich? So in East, in, you have Division 1, and then you have Hendrick and LaSalle are, um, I don't know, but, but, but they're like 1A, I think. So they're in the highest uh, division. So that's uh, Coventry against Johnston. Division 4, Sunday at 3 o'clock. Ponagansett against Narragansett. Wow, a lot of games. One, two, three. And then, uh, yeah, that's it. There's nothing. So the earliest game, Sunday at three. That's tough. They got to wait the whole weekend. Ponagansett, Narragansett. And then um, Coventry, Johnston. But then Hendrick and LaSalle is a big one. So EG is tomorrow at 11. And then Hendrick and LaSalle 
is Saturday at 3 o'clock. Huh, maybe I'll do a Facebook Live over there. Who knows? Folks, we don't know. Let me just check the weather for Sunday. Nah, cloudy, nice, decent, not bad. Very seasonable, as a matter of fact. So, folks, good afternoon. Here I am at Iswan at Shunday Beach. You could hear yesterday. By the way, I want to wish everyone a happy Mother's Day. And also, I did ask, uh, one of our listeners asked me to ask about the nursing homes. And that already, by the way, is, if you're listening right now and you're wondering what the policy is regarding the nursing homes, I did ask the question. And I want to just, um, the, the answer is you can, in fact, have someone come out if they want to visit from the nursing home. So just know that that is a thing that they can be doing that. I received an email from the Department of Health and their message is resident outings are currently permitted for long-term care facilities for the day. The resident and their family members should be educated about the potential risks of being in a public setting and crowds should be avoided especially for an unvaccinated older adult. However, residents can leave and do not need to quarantine when they return. So there you go. So uh, I was glad. And again, folks, remember, go to the website, to petro.com. If, uh, if I can ever help you, if you have a question, anything like that, um, I, would, um, I would be glad to ask it for you. So it's John DePietro on this Friday. Again, I want to um, thank, first of all, the great Jeff Camacho. Another week is in the books. Folks, if there's breaking news, I go Facebook Live. I do a Facebook Live stream. Uh, if you want to reach me and get a hold of me, go to the website, depetro.com. There's also the link to Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, and you can read the independent reports. So thank you to Jeff. Wish everyone very happy Mother's Day. Enjoy your Friday. The sun is out. Now, we have good news. We're going to have the 2 o'clock news, and then the John Dion program comes your way. So leave it right here. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. Right WNRI, Winsocket.